Welcome in, good people, to the Craig Houston Show, where we sit over here and we talk about personal finance, helping my active duty veterans get their life together for making their active military transition to their next career path and things they enjoy to do, especially in the pursuit of entrepreneurship. But definitely, we always looking to build up our community by keeping them informed on the things they need to know. So in today's episode, what we're going to talk about today is some things that I find prevalent once again in the real estate segment, okay? I know I came on, I already gave you in the previous episode, 10 tips, 10 surefire tips to have for in your back pocket for your next home buying purchase. But what I'm going to talk about today is even more profound than that and something that a lot of people may want to consider going forward based on the information that I'm going to provide today and the article that I read that actually blew my mind, blew my mind, the type of things that we're actually seeing out here in this real estate market. And I want to share some of those with you, especially for those who have survived that 2008 market crash and now thinking that we may see another opportunity like that in a bubble type atmosphere for real estate to go the same way. I think that you may be in for a rude awakening in some of those areas, but I have to do more research and bring you more substance to talk about how I think that is going to be a thing. But in today's episode, man, good people, or if y'all with me, if y'all are with me, definitely comment down in the description of the YouTube video or DM me and let me know what y'all think about this article right here. According to the Wall Street Journal, bidding wars overheated the home buyer market. Now they're coming for renters okay the subtitle says competition among renters means many tenants feel compelled to pay more each month than what the landlord is asking okay so let me get this right not only not only are we dealing with people having overpay basically over appraisal price to get homes in the real estate market that they are purchasing, okay? Now you fuel increasing home prices with rising rates, you get people asking for higher rents, folks, okay? This is important, this is important, this is important, and we wanna break this down and kinda understand what is the problem that we're seeing, how is this going to be a, a, a cascading effect and what can we do to navigate this type of atmosphere that we're going to deal with? See, home purchasing is already one of those things where people are shying away from. And this article kind of gives insight into what is really going on in the rental market, where not only are you competing against people who want to buy homes at a higher clip, higher price, even more cash, things of that nature, but now it's actually sliding over into the rental segment, and that is important, okay? So let me give you an example of what the article said, okay? It says, a real estate agent in Atlanta states he is renting out a $3,500 per month, $3,500 per month townhouse to a couple making close to $1 million a year. Think about that for a second, folks. Let it sink in to you. Let it sink in as I bring this back up again. I want. I just want to re recapulate what I just said to you. A couple 
makes close to $1 million a year. And they decide that it's even better than actually trying to go out into the home real estate market and ownership of owning a home versus doing that. They will prefer to give up almost 5%, almost 5% of what they make annually in rent of about 42.5. Let's just round it to $45,000. Okay. Okay, $42,000 is what they give up annually, 4.5%, 4.2%, somewhere in there is what they're giving up. Why is that? Why are we in the market that we're talking about like that? Well, it, it, it's not even just there. Let's look at this some more. There's some more case studies here, right, that they're talking about. Matter of fact, it's, this was the next one. Tricon Residential, okay? This is a rental property company okay they go on the record during their recent may earnings call and say that in any given week that there are over thirteen thousand leads for only 200 homes available on the open market okay so let's recap let's recap what i just said here okay so we started with increasing home prices with rising rates equals higher rents now let's add on to that now while we say increasing home prices with rising rates plus low inventory increases rising rates now imagine imagine that you think that a listing rental is coming in at fifteen hundred dollars for the rent okay fifteen hundred dollars for the rent and someone swoops in and tells them that they are willing to pay $200 extra on the rent to get the apartment or the place that's actually coming up on rent. What do you think the landlord is going to do? The landlord is going to take that higher pay. The landlord is going to have to take that higher pay. Like, let's break this down some more. Redfin states that rents have risen over 15% in the last year and have surpassed over $2,000 for the first time in may folks we are seeing across the board across the country that rents are now surpassing two thousand dollars okay so in a 24 month in a 12 month period that's twenty four thousand dollars that someone has to pay in rent now the poverty line currently in the united states is anywhere between 32 and a half to $40,000, okay? Depends on the location that you stay in. Depends on what part of the country you stay in. How can folks afford to live anywhere? I'll wait. I'll wait. Because I really want to understand that. How can someone afford to live anywhere in this country at this point in time with numbers like this spiking and we are not seeing no, no effort in cutting back on what people are having to spend. Now, we can blame this on inflation. But the real estate market has no incentive. At this point in time, new builders have no incentive to create more inventory. Why do I say that? Well, let's think about this for a second. If home prices are increasing, remember, I talked about this in my previous video. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. But I said in that video that Virginia itself 
has seen the increase of their home rates, home pricing increase over the last four years of over 25,000 per year. That means it has gone up over $100,000 in the last four years on the average median home price. The average median home price four years ago in Virginia was $296,000, according to the Housing, Urban, and Development Report from April of 2022. Fast forward to now, we are seeing the average median home value price come in at $400,000, about $396,000 to be accurate. $396,000, okay? So, if you're seeing that here, what do you think that you're seeing across states like Georgia, where they got Atlanta as a metropolitan area? Florida, they got Miami as a metropolitan area. Orlando as a metropolitan area. Or are you going out to California, LA, San Diego, where you're looking at New York, they have all the boroughs pricing going up. This is where we're at right now, and this does not look like it's going to end anytime soon. I am dumbfounded about how this can play out. Like, how did we get here? I know a lot of people are wondering that question, but it started with the pandemic where we had the interest rate so low that people was actually going out and buying homes and selling homes, trading them back and forth. But a lot of this also comes from what a lot of people don't want to realize is that you're seeing these major hedge funds purchasing real estate. These co major companies purchasing real estate and putting it as assets on their balance sheet. And now they're unloading that cash at higher pricing because the rising rates are now starting to be detrimental for a lot of people and people are running out there paying whatever they need to pay to get a mortgage done so that way they can be protected from the onslaught that's going to continue to happen as we see rates to continue to push higher. Like, I really believe we are actually at a point in time where we are going to see 7 to 8% mortgage rates before it's said and done, before we start to see a reversal in mortgage rates to the downside again. But in the onslaught of that, we're going to see a lot less inventory come on the market. So that's important to note, right? That's very important to note. So my question to you is, why would builders continue to build new homes knowing that the interest rates are going to rise and they're going to be pricing out people who can afford new homes? All right, I want you to, I really want you to DM me Instagram, Twitter at I am Craig Houston or comment down on the YouTube video. Let me know what you think about that. Man, this is a perfect time for me to let you know this is video and this content of the show is going to be streaming on all your favorite platforms. If you can't find a favorite platform that you want to listen to this in the stream version, you definitely can check it out on the CraigHoustonPodcast.com. Check it out over there. Or definitely make sure that you're you're linked up with us on YouTube and hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Come on, help me build this platform up from the communication that I'm providing you each and every time I hit the mic. Definitely subscribe to the channel. And they also say bang that notification bell so that way you can be notified each and every time I drop way more high content like this. But let's talk about it for a second. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. We have people who cannot afford 
to actually have to bid against the other people for rent. This is something where I never thought this would be a day that we would actually deal with something quite like this. This can be very impactful to the community. When you got real estate agents going out to clients who are actually wanting to put in rental application and saying, submit your best and final offer for renting. For renting. Matter of fact, in the Wall Street Journal, the subject matter of the story, the person who's actually the subject of the article said that when they started filling out rental applications going forward after they lost out on one they got outbidded on, they started listing, we will pay $50 above rental price to if you accept our application. Folks, why is it coming to that? Where do we actually see this actually going? Or this is, is, is rents going to get out of control? And if they are, What's to combat that? What's the incentive for someone to feel that they need to be a homeowner? Okay. I really want to know, like, what can they do to make themselves feel as if they have an opportunity to, to, to grow assets versus liabilities? See, rent. so the incentive has always been you don't want to rent. You want to buy because if you're buying, you're giving yourself control of an asset. And the asset is going to appreciate, vice depreciate, and you're investing in yourself long term. What we're seeing currently right now, though, is that no one can afford to invest in themselves because rents are so high that it's taken away from the opportunity to save. Taken away from the opportunity to save is hurting the person who wants to grow assets. This is actually spreading and defining and pushing the wealth gap even further apart. And in, in, in lower impoverished communities, this is hurting even more, especially if you're a minority right now who's already typically underpaid. This is even worse. Even worse. If you're a female who's typically underpaid, this is even worse. This, this has to have some type of fix. Okay, so like, how do you combat this, right? How do you combat this? It may actually take getting an extra job. It may actually take as a family pulling money together even more to help your next of kin get into their home. It may take some creative circumstances to grow your income to get you to a level where you can actually still afford to move into an appreciating asset. Vice, throwing your money down the drain through rental property. Now, clearly, those who are living debt-free or putting themselves in position to be debt-free are going to do better in this type of environment because they can still find some way to thrive, okay? Now, the more and more interest rates do go up, you could see some price slashing, but... I'm looking at it from a real estate perspective in the economy right now that I do not see too many opportunities for prices to slash too far. I think people was waiting for about a 25 to 30% discount on homes with the interest rate coming back down to about four to 3% to actually buy. I really don't see those opportunities in the market as much. And that is going to be catastrophic a little bit here because 
when people keep on thinking they're going to wait on the sideline for the smoke to clear on real estate, you're going to find out that you're going to use a lot of that excess cash that you did to sell your home that you thought appreciated too fast is going to actually hold the value way more than that. Now, where is my where is my thesis on that? Where is the evidence of that? Really and truly, that is all hypothesis right now. And I'm being honest and I want to be real with you about that because we're in a time where we have not seen pricing power the way that we see pricing power today. We are on record high for inflation for years and years and years and decades of that we have not yet seen. But the market is in way better of a health standpoint than we had before. There's not as many adjustable rate mortgages going around here right now. We're seeing a lot more people on fixed 30 year rates going around. We even see more people on 15 year fixed rates at lower price at lowest interest rates. So we're in a better, better health standpoint at that. We've seen people with better credit scores actually getting mortgage applications through the board. So we are actually across the board way healthier as an economy when it comes to purchasing assets. But the problem is we're still seeing that there's a wealth gap at the lower income families where they're not being paid more than a fair share to actually afford the opportunity to actually get into real estate or even right now afford a decent apartment or townhome or a rental home to actually move in somewhere. So this is this is a, this is a dynamic time that I am really trying to understand what is going on and what is really next, okay? So I mean it's really weird. We are definitely in times where I never thought I would see where a realtor would tell a client to meet your best and final offer for a rental property. How do we get there? And, and it's really not too much that at this point in time that the market dictates that you cannot actually be this competitive in the market. You're going to have to be competitive in the market. So that leads me to like, okay, how, when I come on here and I talk to my listener, talk to you, the listener, how do we control the narrative to actually make this where we get the opportunity to get into a property that we can afford competitively because you got to be sounds like in certain areas depends on where you live at depends on where you're listening to this at or from if you can get into a home a rental at that so if you already renting and the rent is going up and i we read a report in the same wall street journal that 16 percent rents are going up by 16 percent across the board since the last 12 months and if you live in New York right now, the next year's basis point for if you are on the, the rental that goes across the board that you're actually uh, have to go about, you can't just go out there and do your own supported rental uh, factor, 3.25%. So with, uh, with rents going up over 16% across the board, you have to figure out, one, what's your budget, okay? What is your budget to actually afford the rental that you're going to actually have to apply for if you're actually going out there? You're going to actually have to have a strict budget and you know what every dollar is going, all right? Zero-based budget. And if you don't have a zero-based budget, I recommend 
And it's never financial advice. Anything I say here is all just about making sure that you understand that I know where you've been. I know where you're coming from. I know what we're seeing. I understand it all. But at this point in time, folks, Total Money Makeover could be your best friend by Dave Ramsey. Okay. If you haven't read that book, I recommend reading that book, understanding the philosophy behind it, understanding how to get your budget under control, list your debts from smallest to largest, doesn't matter the interest rate, none of that. Understand the seven baby steps by Dave Ramsey, and I think you'll do well in a zero-based budget, okay? Then, also, if you're going into a rental, definitely want to make sure you're paying your bills on time because you're going to need clean credit history at this point in time, in this competitive market, if you're talking about rentals like this, you're going to need clean credit history, okay? So definitely make sure all your bills are paid on time. That's going to be important. Thirdly, I believe you're going to need to have the heart of an investor, a teacher, a steward, a realtor who does all of those things. You need, to embundle, you need to bundle all that into one individual. So once again, you're interviewing realtors who are going to be able to be someone who can help you land in that spot and help you compete to actually land the rental property that you actually need to fit for your family. And maybe it may need to be a little cramped too. So you may need to think about that too, that the home that you're actually thinking about renting is going to be somewhere you can get the most bang for your buck out of it, but give you the most mental. It makes you so uncomfortable to live there that it makes you save even more to get out of there. Like this is not where you go out and you buy the most luxurious apartment that you can afford. If you're looking to be a homeowner, you buy what you actually need, the minimum needs that need to be met. And then you get after saving every single dollar. So that way that you can move into your own asset, your own home. Okay. That's important. I think that is very important and set yourself a timeline. That's what I want to end with on these tips here is that set yourself a timeline. What is your goal? What is your mission? Are you looking to rent only for one year? Are you looking to rent for only two years? What is your goal? What is your mission for how long you want to be living, renting to other individuals versus living in your own property? Getting that benefit of being a homeowner. Understanding that you are living the life that you want to live, not what someone thinks they need to dictate to you. Okay, so set yourself a timeline, give yourself a horizon and actually check in with yourself and see how far you are close to the mission and the goal that you're trying to achieve. That's going to be important here. Rents going up like this. This can be catastrophic. Um, I think overall, I think we'll be OK as long as you set yourself in a goal and a principles that you can live by and stand by as you go through the process. And I've always definitely asked a question here if you got other questions on this topic. I'm here to help and support each and every single one of you and help this community build and help this community grow in so many ways. And I want to do my part. So definitely shoot me a DM over on Instagram or Twitter at I am Craig Houston. If you have a question about anything we talked about today in this video, hell, anything that you want to talk about, period. And then definitely, if you're looking at this on YouTube, go ahead and make sure you don't forget to bang that like button and definitely go to subscribe to the channel. Now, what I will say, though, 
If you are listening to this on the streaming channels of any sort, leave your boy a review. Please. That helps out the channel tremendously. That helps out the podcast tremendously. This helps me out to get my message across to you and help bring you better content each and every day. Hey, I hope that y'all found value in this. And if y'all have, definitely I'll see you in the next episode. I love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Peace.